And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. And how does restoration of our soul take place? Psalms 19.7 says, The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The Hebrew word for converted is the same word that's, that was used, uh, that's, that's translated restored. It is through the word of God that he restores our soul. If we ain't meditated on his word, your restoration is limited. I'm going to say that again. If we ain't meditating on his word, this restoration is limited. How many of you can say that you have read the entire Bible since you're a Christian? I don't want to hear a hand just to your own self. Have you read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation? And every time you start, a distraction comes in your way that you stop and you get bored with the names. Oh, Mary begat this and this begat this. And, whew. But we have to meditate on the word because that's what he commanded us to do. Psalms 143, 11 say, Quicken me, O Lord, for thy name's sake, for thy righteousness' sake, brings my soul out of trouble. Restore my soul. When I am hurting, restore it. When I am drowning, restore it. When I don't know which way to go, restore my soul. Restore my soul. Give me fresh fire. You're wondering sometimes how somebody can have a doctor of philosophy and then you have somebody with no philosophy and then they have that revelation from God. It's because the person that don't have any degree crept out in their closet in the secret room and says, Lord, revive me. I'm not going to rely on my own strength. I'm going to rely on you. And out of the service, God give you just a brand new revelation. If you're saying to your sister, I used to pray three hours. And as soon as I get my job, I'm praying one minute, Lord, revive my spirit. If you just got married and you're not in a place of prayer, Lord, revive me. Yes. Your minister and you're dry. And when I say dry, is that you have not gotten into your word. A lot of us can formulate messages. But when was the last time we went down and got the Lord, restore me. Yes. Restore me, O oh Lord. Revelation 2, 4 to 5. What did he say? He said, nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee. He said, I have something against you, pastors. Because thou hast left your first love. So in Revelation 2, 4, the Lord had told the pastors, they left. Not just the pastors. Some of us have left. And we cannot even go back. Lord, restore my first love. It's not that you have big backslide, but you have left. Our love for God matures over time just as it does for our mates. You have to spend time with him. And never lose the passion that we had from the very beginning. And I know sometimes as Christians we get very comfortable, you know. We just get, but Lord restore me in 2020. Restore me. Let me be a voice. Uh -huh. 
that no one has ever heard. I want him to restore Cheryl. Lord, help me to stay passionate about you. See, when you're passionate about somebody, you always have to be around the person. I cannot wait to go home because I'm passionately in love with you. And that's what I'm talking about, the secret place. You're so passionately in love with God that nobody can move you. They cannot deter you from your appointment with God. Restore me, Jesus. The Lord said, it's not that you stop loving me, but you have left your first love. There are a lot of us, we started with God very good. We were witnessing, we were talking about, uh, we were proclaiming. We could have wait to tell people about God. But now that we have settled, it's a year now and God's grace and oh God's mercy and Lord God, but no passion inside. God is calling us back to our first love. It's impossible for you to go every day and do not read your Bible. Opera, it's simple. Some of us don't even know where our Bible is. I say, not me, but here's my Bible. But some of us don't even know where the Bible is. We make that excuse about the cell phones. Gone are the days of the cell phones. We have let technology take place in our house. them to get a good old Bible, baby, bring my Bible right here for me. You have asked people to get their Bible and show me or tell the kids where Revelation is. And oh, I, I don't know, I have my uh, cell phone. What's up with that? I'm not criticizing, but sometimes we just need to be real. We're talking about 2020 and pastor talk about a new spirit. My son has a cell phone, and I, we get him a Bible. He said, you know what, uh, 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 no, uh, uh, put that cell phone down, your Bible. We, you see, we need to teach our children where Revelation is. See, because from the time you have that phone, then you're having a text message from your friend. You see how the enemy comes in? You see he just, he creeps in. Distraction. Now, no, I'm not against you if you're reading. No, no. I am not against anyone having their cell, their, their phone. I'm talking about Cheryl and her household, the Williams residence. See, if we have to go back to the old landmark, we have to get back to the word. So the Lord said that we have to return back to our first love. You, are, you love God. You are born again, but the fire has gone. You may even be a preacher, a teacher, and you used to fast and pray, but now your desire for fasting has gone. Your desire for reading the word has gone. God said to repent and get back to your first love. See, he's a just God and he's a forgiving God. So he's going to accept you back even if you repent like that. He's not going to hold it against you. But he says to tell you to repent 
and get back to your first love. God is speaking to us to return to his first love. He is our first love. Our first appetite for spiritual things. And how do you return? You have to go back to the sick room. The secret place. You see, the secret place can be in your closet. I know many of you saw that movie. This, what is that room? The War Room. Oh, I love that movie. See, when you go back to your secret room, nobody cannot tell you what the Bible says. You see, right now, the enemy is creeping into the church with their philosophies. See, you have to know the word of God to know how to combat it. See, everything the world does, it can't go in this church. Or in any church, when I say this church, not this IOG, I'm talking about all the churches, the body of Christ. God wants us to return back to him. Return our fire. Return our appetite for spiritual things. Sometimes God brings to mind what I used to be. Sometimes when I'm in his presence, I sit back when I don't feel anything, but I'm not moved by feelings. But I sit back and I remember as a little girl back in the Caribbean. And those old mothers, they used to wake us up 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning to come to prayer. I, I used to sleep in the room. I'm like, oh, Jesus. But when I tell you that it was good, because of the prayer that I am the woman that I am today. See, prayer have a lot to do with how you raise your children who you surround yourself with. See, 2020 coming to be a point where you're saying, I don't want to associate myself with that person no more. See, if, the per if you are not in a position where you are mature enough to build a person on, you have to say bye-bye. You are dragging me out of the way. See, God wants us to return back to our first law. So I used to sit and I just used to remember at my house, right? Last week I was doing that. I was just contemplating and meditating on the goodness of God and the things that he has done for me. And I keep telling my husband, I have never seen God's hand move away from us. I tell him that every day. I'm just so grateful. Amen. Number five, the secret place is a place of illumination. This is where the secret of destiny is revealed to man. The secret place. You never see like sometimes you come across something, somebody is doing counseling, you open your business and you do the same thing, but you're more prosperous than the person. Why? Because God has given you that 2020 vision that the person doesn't have. The secret place is where you can find the secret of your destiny. You will never find it in a book. You may read it in a book, but the secret place is where the blueprint or strategy of your destiny is unveiled to you. It was in the secret place where God told me that the secret place is tied to the Isaac. See, every time I pray, I always like music. He said it's tied. The anointed is tied to the atmosphere of music. See, sometimes the enemy doesn't want us to worship because he didn't understand what is the grounds that we are breaking. But God showed me it was in my secret place that he told me it is tied. Worship. The atmosphere of worship is tied to whatever I'm doing. 
The secret place is where the strategy of your destiny is revealed. Just because something works for A does not mean it works for you. You need to go to the secret place and inquire of the Lord what is the secret of your destiny is for me. A lot of times we have copycats in the body of Christ. Okay, we have a revival down there, I'm going to do it. Have we ever gone down there and said, Lord, what it is that you have for me? Open this thing, Lord. What is the key to my anointing? I know I can preach, but there is no anointing, Lord. What is it? I know I'm anointed, but how do I open it? Why do I stand in the middle and don't see your power flow? What is the key? What is it, Lord? Because a lot of people, I'm not eloquent like some people. And clearly you can see that my words sometimes don't match it. But, but Lord, use me. See, he's not looking for eloquence of speech. All he wants is a ready body. So he can use. So what is the key, Lord, to my anointing? The secret place. And how do I get there? By having a consistent prayer life. Consistent, Lord, you in your car. Lord Jesus, hallelujah. It means spending time. I remember last year, Pastor said, having a place, a program, and a time. And I said that in a meeting once and somebody said, well, you know, we were trying to justify that. No, we can't justify that. He told us to do that. The secret place. Daniel 2, 14 to 22. A king sleeps in the night. Dream. And the king is angry. If no one can give me that interpretation, I will kill everybody. And here comes Daniel. Oh, I love it. And here comes Daniel, a man of God. Let's read. Daniel, Daniel 2, 14 to 22. Then with counsel and wisdom, Daniel answered Antioch, the captain of the king's guard, who had gone out to kill the wise men of Babylon. So people were going to die because there was no strategy. Next verse. He answered and said to Antioch, the king's captain, why is the decree from the king so angry? Then Antioch made the decision known to Daniel and said, so Daniel went in and asked the king to give him time. Say time. time. That, ha- that he might tell the king the interpretation. It's not that it cannot be found, but give me time. It looked like my life is not making progress. But give me time. It looks like I'm confused. I have been going around circles. And nothing is happening. But give me time. I'm called. But it looks like the anointing is not flowing. But give me time. But I hear the Lord saying. Something is about to reveal in the altar of fellowship. In your secret place. That will bring fire on your life. You were called a failure. But give me time. It looks like your ministry is not growing. But give me time. You may be called barren. 
but give me time. It looks like my marriage is not working, but give me time. It looks like I'm not getting a spouse, but give me time. Give me time. Don't let anyone look at your life and give you a conclusion. You know your abilities, your skills and knowledge, but for some reason it does not produce tangible results. But I hear the spirit of the Lord say, if you stay in the secret place and give you time, give me time. I will do business with God in the secret place that will shut people's mouth. See, he will close the mouths of lions when you stay in the secret place. For those of you all that have been IOGM for a while, Pastor has said that the time will come when we will own our own property. See, some of us were doubters. Yeah? Some of us were doubting. We were not tapped in into the vision because we were saying that this place is too big. Oh, we don't have the money. But you see that man of God, a man that I respect, a man with the anointed, he stayed in the secret place. And when it looked like nothing was working, God showed up. Give me time. And I'm here to prophesy to you, pastor. The kings and queen will hold your hands and bow at your feet. All because you are in the secret place. Between now and then a mystery is going to be unrevealed. And you see men have not seen or eyes have not seen what God is going to do in your life. You see you are walking epistle of who God is in your life. I'm every day. Man you all have a treasure in here. I'm not just saying that because I'm a wife. I'm telling you. This man labors for you all. An awesome man of God. Some people take the vision, what God has placed on their life, for granted. But God is going to raise you up in due time. Give me time. Brothers and sisters, when you see a man rising, he uses time to build mysteries in the spirit. You know what that mean? He's rising not because of his own free will, but he's in the secret room, laboring while everybody's judging him and criticizing and things around him doesn't seem to move up. God said, I've heard you. Time is a mystery. is currency and we can use it and do business with God time is a mystery and we can use it and do business with time and receive the mystery of our destiny in exchange give me time verse 17 of Daniel 2 17 then Daniel went to his house and made the decision known to Hananias, his companion. Let's go to 18. 
that they may seek mercies from the God of heaven concerning this secret. See, everything is a secret. See, the king had a dream. Nobody could not interpret it. But the man of God know in order for that to be revealed, it is a secret. And only God can reveal that secret. So, he said, from the God of heaven concerning this secret, so that Daniel and his companion might not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. See, Daniel went with his prayer partners. I believe that's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Okay. See, see, see the one that went into the fire? See, when you, when you have a prayer life, you can go into the fire and say, I see you, devil, but I'm standing. See? Since there are secrets that have not yet been revealed in your life, there are secrets of favor that has not been revealed. There are secrets of wealth, secrets of businesses. There is a secret to everything. 19. That then the secret was revealed. You see, it's only when he went to the secret room. You see, the, the, the secret room is when he was seeking God and praying and saying, Lord, you know what? I cannot afford for my brothers and sisters to be executed. Give me that secret. Then the secret was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. So Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Those are people that say, oh, it's, 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 it's because of his knowledge. No, it's the secret. God doesn't just give church growth. But what is the secret of IOGM? It's not activities that will bring people to this place. But we can trade secret in the kingdom. And that's an equation that I just found out. There's an equation Everything has an equation. Everything in the atmosphere has an equation. But it cannot be revealed until when we go in the secret place. Daniel 20 said, Daniel answered and said, Bless be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. And he changes the time. He changes the time. My, my, my. And the seasons. He removed kings and raises up kings. See, your supervisor might be think that she has arrived. See, but God can move her and place you into that position. That's what God does. He gives wisdom to the wise. And to those who have understanding. He reveals deep and secret things. Again, secret things. He knows what is in the darkness and light dwells with him. Let's jump to 28. But there is a God in heaven. What he does, he reveals secret. And he has made known to King Nebuchadnezzar what will be in the latter days. Secrets. What are the things that you are asking God to reveal to you? 
those of you that are struggling in business God will give you a blueprint for your business See, it's going to be like a blueprint like never before. See, they might have 25 in Tallahassee or 100. But when your business rises, it's because you know that you have been in a secret place. Everybody's going to go to that business. Prophet, everybody's going to come to you. I'm not going to stay long. I know we have communion. Last verse. Psalms 25, 4 to 5. Psalms 25. Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy path. Lead me in thy truth. And teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. All the day long. And when people hear that all the day, they are saying, oh, so you have to just sit in God's presence and, ooh. Eight o'clock, five o'clock, yeah. See, when you stay in God's presence, he revealed to you his mysteries for your life. You stay in God's presence and suddenly he reveals to you the mystery concerning your marriage. The mystery concerning your finances. The mystery concerning your lifestyle. The mystery concerning your loved ones. He opens the book and shows you something that you have never seen before. Have you ever opened the book and you see something that you oh my God, I've been, I've been reading that for a whole long, but ooh, here's that revelation. And suddenly your eyes open and receive a new revelation that will take you from a place of failure to one of victory. And since what I have discovered is God does not visit casual people. Some of us are not desperate enough. He wants those who diligently seek him. That's what the word said. I didn't say that. That's what he said. He said he seeks those who diligently seek him. So as I close, I'm not going to be long. So as I close, I just hear the Lord say to me to tell the body of Christ those five steps. What was the first one I said? Brokenness. Brokenness, Number two. Mercy. Mercy. Number three. Rest. Rest and comfort when you go in the secret place. Number four. Revival and restoration. And number six, and number five, excuse me. A place of elimination. That's where you're, the secret of your destiny lies. The secret of your destiny lies. Since I want to tell you that there's a price for the anointed. There's a price for revelation. There's a price for direction. There's a price for greatness. There's a price for the secret place. There's a price for a thriving ministry. And there's a price for a flourishing business. Everything in your life can be successful. The secret place. The secret place. A place where we can find comfort, brokenness, 
rest restoration thank you Lord God please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today knowing that the Christian who meditates on the word will be like a tree planted by the water bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496.